This is an arc analysis. This, this is, is arc analysis. No, whenever we, whenever we, whenever we do the, um, keep it close to the chest. Keep to the, close to the. Is it the chest or the vest? Wouldn't it be the same thing? It would be, but the the saying is, I think it's vest, but I always want to say chest since it well, makes you, more sense. Do you wear vests? See my vest. See my vest. It's a real gorilla chest. Okay, you can't finish the song because we can't pay for a copyright. Yeah, I know. But do you wear gorilla chest vests? No, I don't. <laughs> but I do wear. <laughs> I do wear um, gophers at loafers. All right. <laughs> Damn, that was clever. <laughs> Keeping on the animal theme, shirtless bear fighter. Published by Image Comics in 2017, written by Sebastian Gerner, Jody LaHoop, and, and artists Mike Spicer and Neil Vendrell. Okay, before we give away anything, because I know like we can go off, I just yeah. want to talk about the opening scene where it's basically a couple in the forest uh, having a picnic about to get yeah. it on. Yes, yes. There's no way that dude's ever getting anything from that girl again. Does something to me... Being surrounded by all this wood. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he dropped the bag like three or four times. And then shirtless comes through and proves what a real man is. Like, there's no way this girl's ever giving him oh, a oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once she, once she saw that display of... Manliness. Of, of just raw testosterone. Machismo. Oh, and I think he, he, like, he books it from her and like she gets trapped. <laughs> Yes, yeah, he, he has he's already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he comes back for it, but he leaves her behind. Anyways, well, we're, t- we're talking about shows of Bear Fighter. I just want to say, this is the 28th uh, segment of arc analysis that we've done. Arc I think analysis. this, I think, just like what you... This is an arc analysis. I'll have to cut that in. Or cut that out. Cut. You cut it out. Hey, if I'm Uncle Jesse, you're Joey. I don't. I don't get the reference. I don't watch. Cut films. it out. You know exactly. What I know what about. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. The, I didn't know that was a thing. What was it? Cutting it out. Actually, you might be Tanner at this point. I don't know who that is. Danny. Rest in peace, uh, Bob Saget. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Back Wrong. when we did, back when Wrong. we did Lock and Key, Welcome to Lovecraft. You were like, you you opened up by saying this is probably our like your favorite book that we've done at so far at that point. At that point, yeah. This is probably my favorite book that we've done so far <laughs> at this point. 28 in. I it's it's called Shirtless Bear Fighter. And so you kind of get understand what you're what you're getting into, but you, yeah, they, you they really no don't but you really don't understand what you're getting into until <laughs> so you start reading. And the best way to describe this thing is like it's like a real cheesy 80s movie. But they lean into it. It's it's like my favorite type of comedy because this thing it killed me. Where it's the world is just insane. Like there's just the most ridiculous thing going on in the world. But all the characters take it very seriously. Yeah, they make sense into it. They they play it. Up. Yeah, yeah. So they lean right into it. There's always one or two that are kind of like, what's going on here? But everybody just accepts that the world is this weird and it's hilarious to us. But they're taking it very seriously, and I love that type of comedy. And that's what this thing is. It's just so. Except for Silva. That's what Silva's, I mean. She's the one that's yeah, kind of Silva's the, the audience. She's for yeah. We're the intro with her. But it's just it's like the dialogue when they go to this. This man was raised by bears. <laughs> 
is what happened. It's you Tarzan agree? with bears. And yes, yeah, exactly. Axeman. Again, piggybacking off what you're saying, this is the greatest adult swim cartoon that they haven't animated yet because I would watch the ish out of this again and again. Even though it's basically the same recipe every time, Yeah, I'd be all over it. But like, you know, when, when Burke, the, the cop meets shirt, like his name is just shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> his name is Shirtless Bear Which fighter. makes sense because he Which... was found in the woods shirtless yeah. by two bears. And they're like, all right, man, you're just going to be shirtless. But like and... when, you know, when, when Burke comes to find him, because there's bears that are loose in the city and only one man can stop them and that's Shirtless Bear Fighter. And when Burke, the, the agent in charge, the FBI, FBI agent, agent in charge, yeah. When they go to meet him, it's just it just unfolds like every cheesy action movie you've ever it's seen. True. Yeah, and I I love that so much. It's, that that hooked me. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm in. Really, what was this? Like, I told you, I'd, I told you never to come here. He's like, oh, we, we need you, shirtless. The world needs you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, I'm not interested. And they're like, they're in the city, shirtless. He's like, what? You, <laughs> like, you got five minutes. <laughs> It's like it's so, and and they balance that kind of what would be serious tone with hilarity because in that five minutes they discuss over flapjacks with what the scenario is of why they need shirtless I mean. to come get, help his country. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? It's like, and he's naked, by the way, for all of this. Constantly. He's just butt naked, dick is out, slapping around, and like you said, they they discuss this over flapjacks and. Not pancakes. Sil- yeah, Silva's the one agent says calls them pancakes, and shirtless loses his mind. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a, I'm sorry, shirtless. She didn't know. She meant flapjacks. Like it's so stupid. I love. And like, and shirtless is such a like he's he's a man bound to his code, which is again another cheesy trope or '80s trope. Like he, he's sworn to protect the woods based on what his parents told him to do. So like, money means nothing for him, right? He's lived off the land. Clearly, he doesn't need clothes. So to entice him to come work for the government, yeah. <laughs> they literally chop her in the finest flapjacks and maple syrup um, in the country. And not only is like that a funny trope, but like he flips the flapjacks like it's money. And then he rubs some of the maple syrup on his gums to, like, <laughs> <laughs> to see like, oh, yeah, it's good. It's like, yeah, man, it's pure. Right. So like I love that they keep inserting kind of hilarity in like weird different ways like you could just give me the joke of like choppers flying with flapjacks but the way that like he he flips them he's just checking them he rubs on his gums and up to this point this is like halfway through the first issue and nobody smiled not once no well we're laughing we're laughing but it's <laughs> like he's like i hear and when he when he tries to make people serve it's like it's oh, good it's good yeah it's like it's pure, is like, it's pure. <laughs> pure is like the best so what do you say we get a deal it's like gave my word to take the path it's yeah, like no no deal there's still no deal right <laughs> and they're like all right all right silva let's go <laughs> and we haven't even talked about maybe the best kind of uh trick that they use in this book every time he punches a bear oh, yes. it's not the sound of a punch it's the sound of bear punch yeah, <laughs> like he literally it. punches as bear <laughs> and it it just comes off so we- like it's completely refreshing and original like this book is 100% original even though it seems like it's amalgamation of so many other different things but they keep finding ways to make it so its own so like seeing bear punch for the first time and like he'll fight a bear and like he'll get clawed and then another bear punch like I was just rolling 
revenge bear punch when he gets, <laughs> he gets the bear back. And the best thing about this stuff, we're not going to talk. Like, we usually we spoil these things, but this one, you got yeah, to. Yeah. We're not going to spoil everything, but the story in this and the plot actually all make sense. And it gets uh, a it gets a little less funny the way you go through because they have they they are bound by an actual story right. and there are rules. It makes sense within the rules of this universe. Correct. Just say that, okay? There's some that. characters that I don't think are necessary, and like, no. there's a, that side mission thing that I was like the hillbilly. Hey. Yeah, that was yeah that was bizarre. But they but, use it for uh, a callback at the end. I was like, okay, but you could you could have written around it. I think. Yeah. See that that's where I was kind of like that's I feel the same way at the ending. I was kind of like, oh, okay, but. Eh. It's kind of bizarre, but th- that, this is half like a mission of like uh, you have to save the city, and half of like revenge. Like he's still suffering from. I don't know if we're gonna give away why he's been suffering, but based on that, like he's because I want to talk about Bear House and like Bear Copter, but like not in full scope of what it is because when you see it, it's hilarious. Well, you can eat the bear. Oh, the, the, I don't the, like just saying it. Like whatever yeah. your imagination is, it's better when you read it because you wouldn't think it. Because when bear copter shows up, you're just like, "Wow!" Oh, it's bear plane. Bear plane. Like, oh, sir, we got a bogey. <laughs> what is it? It's bear plane. <laughs> and then he just leaves. It. <laughs> the absurdities on like a level eleven, but like after the first. Six panels, you're already like glued, because it just works. Like if you if you're alright with a silhouette of a wang just rolling in the wind, I think you're you're all in, right? For like, God's sake, shirtless, put some pants on. Because even the agents that roll with Silva and Burke in the beginning, like they're cringing because every yeah, time back, shirtless turns around, like they're they're constantly staring at his wang. It's just like that's 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 true gold. Like that's the comedy that makes me laugh. Uh-huh. I also appreciate the 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 minor jokes too like they they when they have the file on them the picture the first picture they have oh. on is, is a is a is a parody of the sasquatch, sasquatch picture yeah that, but it's in reverse yeah it's amazing it's <laughs> that, that and amazing. um i love one the, picture of them right here <laughs> <laughs> that and like the wordplay like the president told us never to negotiate with bearists bearists yes there's, yeah, yeah the, there's the, bearists there's baromedics there's the the shirt these has the right to bear arms that was great it, the, his weakness, like that, was great. That how they played that. The montage, <laughs> the montage was great. Like that was great. Bear traps, that was great. So like, there's all these like little tropes. Like they, it's almost like they found a lemon and found as many ways to squeeze it to give you as many different types of juice. Oh, they just kept going. And, and when she and was works. like, it keeps working. When when and when Burke's kind of giving uh, Silva the background story on shirtless, so you kind of learn more about him in that one line where he's like sometimes god makes man too much of a man <laughs> if you can make this a movie i'm all in on it because i really need to see all the clothes because burke is straight from an 80s like buddy cop yeah he's been to every like, war <laughs> i haven't seen this much chaos since the the, the WW and he's like, "What?" They're like, "Oh, when I when I was in Viet Cong." He's <laughs> like, "How many wars have you been?" And then he mentions it. He's like, "I've, I've been in 18. <laughs> when did you catch on? I got on around like I think this, the I think the second or third one. I was like, "Wait a second. Because <laughs> he's like Nam, and then he's like World War Two, and then he's something else. He's like in Russia. I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, he does mention Russia. I was like, "Oh, right." Yeah. 
Yeah. Went to the whole window. He went. He went to the. He fights bears all over the place. He should be a millionaire based on Logan logic. He should be. And I don't know how old he is. That's that's the joke there, right? Is nobody knows how old he is. He's been saving the world. For, and then they play that into the story too, yep. right? Which I thought was really cool. Like it's very, very like you said, it's very creative. It's it's not just like a stupid. Like it's dumb in the best ways, but it's not stupid. It's, it's, it's not very. Yeah, similar. it's not absurd for the sake of being absurd. It's like again, if there's a it, reason it's in everything. the world that they're building. Yeah, so it's actually very clever. Did we talk about when he was a baby, he had a beard? And when he was eight, he had a beard? <laughs> yeah, you know, and we he did. he grew up to have a beard, yeah, like, he was, yeah. so much man in him? He had a, when he was a baby, he had a big pixelated schlong and a <laughs> thick, full beard. Sometimes God makes man too much man. And then they have a great family dynamic, right? Like, he he's the kind of adopted son of two bears. He also has a brother bear. And there's his name is Brother Bear. His name Brother Bear. Um, <laughs> and there's jealousy there, right? And there's kind of that leads to the underlining arc of the entire story of just like we can't both serve the same kind of master. Like I see things from my world being a bear, being Brother Bear, and I see things of from my perspective being a man who's uh, dedicated his life to bears. <laughs> there's a lot of bear talk in this. Like, yeah. If you don't like bears, you're gonna love them after this. Um, Except for the polar it, bears, again, again, it works. I know that's the or pandas too. Pandas, are... yeah, the pandas, but the polar bears, the the, the white supremacist. <laughs> the throwaway line at the end. Don't remember, like the white supremacist polar bears and <laughs> the North Pole. Right in time for Christmas, I was like, <laughs> right so you guys are signed up for a Christmas issue. Give it to me. I want. Yeah, it. this is 2017. We're in five years now. We haven't got a follow up, so we have to start the Kickstarter because I want to see this animated or live action. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to follow up this story because this story was very personal. We haven't even talked about the villain, and I don't think we're, we need to. We need to now. But the villain is great. And the love interest is great. The love motivation is great. Yeah, I try to talk about it more without spoiling too much. But there's this, the business is great. The business is great. It all makes it all fits in, especially if you if you know advertisements so, <laughs> <laughs> with bears in them. <laughs> The montage is great. We were trading what we thought our funniest moments were. And I'm surprised that you forgot that he goes city to city. I didn't forget it, but I had a... It hit hit so hard when he goes to Chicago. Really hard. Because it's funny because on one page they have the bears here, the bears in New Orleans, the bears in... And then you turn the page. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Chicago bear. (laughs) New York, he's beating up like stuffed bears. Yeah, yeah. There's a stuffed bear. And then there's the actual bears from what was it, San Francisco? Like... Oh yeah, big, uh, big hairy gay men. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to town of them too. <laughs> oh, that got me so good. This is the equivalent of like a stand-up comedian just doubling down. Like you're already in stitches, but he's like, "That's not even my closer yet," and they just keep giving you like, "There's more punches." Like the, I, I don't know how much, I don't know how they squeezed as many bear puns and just hilarity in it, but they did it. And we haven't even talked about like the artwork. Like it's it's beautifully drawn right yeah i was like, waiting for you i was waiting for that to be, for you to talk well again about like back to adult swim like it, it it's yes cartoonish but enough of it that like like proportion wise like bears are obviously two times the size of humans and like the battle scenes are really great like especially when they're doing like close-up punches like uh shirtless really gets in there like every fight is him going to town but he has these like cinematic like when he like, how much do I give away with this? When he gets the bombs and what he does with the bombs and the bears, like, I love that whole yeah, streak. That's, yeah, that's great. 
because it was hilarious and then he like he has the cool walking away montage and like that's when like all the fbi is like oh like this dude's legit i was like you didn't think he was legit already like he was already doing crazy stuff he didn't he jumped out of a bear plane with no shirt on (laughs) fought two bears and then yeah he gets the boss yeah that that is great that's a great action man imagine this as an animated movie or i mean it would be so good and to your credit, you were saying it's kind of copy heavy, exposition heavy towards the end, like like fourth issue, third issue, end of third issue, and then definitely fourth issue. But it's such a smooth read. Like by the time yeah. you get there, you're already like glued, like everything that's putting on the page. You're like, I give me more, give me more, give me more. They've sucked you in. Like they sucked me in from the first bear punch. And then when he starts doing bear kick and then revenge bear kick, and then like they all have their own little like, bear kick. Like those are great. But we were saying this in comparison because we were reading. Obviously, we read other stuff. The way that this is paced out, like, gives you enough time to laugh and enjoy the panels, as well as the story that you're getting, as opposed to other stuff we're reading, which is just bogged down with information that's front loaded. That you're like, you can't even appreciate anything from the next page because you're trying to keep up with all the information they think you need to know. Yeah, one of the best. Because, yeah, because we're reading this, we're also reading a comic book from the 70s for reference. And the one of the best things that's happened to comics through that time is the, re- the reduction of exposition. <laughs> like, when they just tell you everything, it's so boring. It's like not even, there's no need to, watch, to look at the art, right? Because everything is being told to you. And it's like, and then the way, in this book, contrast to what we were also reading when we were talking about before is that everybody sounds so different in this yep everyone has a distinct voice yeah you know you could tell who's talking sometimes without even looking at the art you can tell the difference between silva and burke immediately right right so yeah one of the one of just it's it's written so well and some sometimes there's no there's no words at all like the, the art portrays um just through facial expressions and stuff like everything right. is and i think that's also of the time of the 70s too right i don't think that they were letting the artwork speak for the story they no just no. it was very much cookie cutter panel panel was all the same they weren't playing around with how you can kind of break the frames and do interesting and dynamic viewpoints they were just like okay we got to plot it in and they got to say all this stuff they got plotted in and they say all this stuff they got plotted in and then, all this stuff. And then there's a fight um <laughs> <laughs> this has so many different locations and not really, but enough that it gives you different changes, right? Like you're never looking at the same scene. He he goes to like 40 different places, honestly, yeah. but it doesn't feel like you're traveling around. It doesn't feel like, uh, what was the, uh, I think it was one of the Avengers movies where like they're constantly going to a different location and they announce it. And I was like, oh, like another Age one, Ultron. Yeah, another one, another one, another one. Yeah. Like this one flows. And he's just following bears, essentially, right? Like he's, just, he's literally just chasing bears around the, the country. Um, These ain't no regular bears, though. They're, they're smarter than your average bear. And well, he, this ain't no regular man. He's yeah. No, he's too, he's too much, man. <laughs> he's too much, man. But yeah, he, there's... Yeah, I'm trying to find more ways to talk about it without telling too much more. They, there's, a, there's, a, there's a deep relationship between Burke and Shirtless. They were friends. It doesn't make sense to Silva because it shouldn't make sense, and that's kind of the hilarity about it. Yeah, that's right. Because he keeps because Burke's so mysterious, and he he'll, he'll fill in backstory f- for the reader, 
are right. shirtless, but she'll be like, well, how do you know all this? He won't, he won't answer her. And then like, he always gets interrupted by something. Like something yeah. takes precedence. So he's like, oh no, like, there's there's bogeys coming in. Or like, oh, we got to do this thing over here. Yeah, so I love that they don't, they don't expose any of that. They just kind of let it. And Whatever. then Silva doesn't have to make sense. It's just it is. Silva has her own arc as well. Like we get some backstory yeah. on how she, how she came to kind of how she needed a reminder in her life of how to live, as well as she learns how to talk to shirtless because she has like a couple initial attempts to be like, "What happened here?" And shirtless being shirtless, like, Grr! and just walks away. <laughs> it's an, it's not until they go through the fire together that she learns how to kind of talk with him. And, and like you're saying, and, and like you're saying, they go back to her origin, and she learns. She thinks she learns a lesson on on obedience, whereas when she talks to Shirtless's mom, she's like, "Well, maybe you learned the wrong lesson." Right. It's like, oh wait, so it's not wasn't a lesson in obedience. It was a lesson in um, knowing to do what's right, regardless of what's going on. Right. So there's actually there actually is a moral to this as well. Like it's it's cool. It's campy and it's she and it's ridiculous but it's, but the, it's hilarious but it all makes it's almost like south park in a way like it's just i think that's why i appreciate it so much is that they they just lean right into this one insane exaggeration and just go hot balls to the wall with it and, and then find and find a way to squeeze some heart in it like yeah like, yeah oh, okay like i empathize like you you care about a lot of characters in this and you, you wouldn't think you would based on kind of the first couple pages but it, it really does suck you in yeah, I want more. Like I really, but it's it's like it's at the same time. It's kind of like this is, it's a it's the five issue arc, and it works so well. And it's kind of like, do you, we want more? But do you want? Do you really want more? Because I don't. Could they make an arc a second one better than this? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there are ways, but I can't really think of it. Like it's just kind of. So it, they they leave you wanting more, yeah. but it's kind of cool they don't give you any more. If that makes sense. Because I like it's like a man. I I would jump on a sequel in an instant, but I don't know if they can make one better than this. Yeah, it's, it, uh, I don't know who you make the villain, right? That's what I'm talking about. Like every they they kind of went like turned it up to eleven and then just threw everything into one ish one arc. And I was like, they, I don't even know if they realize this is as funny as it is. Like they have to. They, you, they, you you can't uh, create um, a mascot called the Fighting Bear. Like the fighting Irish. That's right. The fighting Irish. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they got he's got the, the, pose the fists and, and everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the same pose. It's just a bear in, in the same costume, and then give uh, the leper crunch kick. Right. Like yeah. they 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 jammed as many kind of gems into this five book issue. And again, it, nothing's perfect. I don't. I think I, we've yet to read something that's completely flawless. We've come really close with a, a, a few things. But uh, this is up there. This, this is definitely a bah. Oh, Hugh, this is this is what you mean? Boom! Don't you dare! Don't you dare bother this! I was offended right there. Don't you dare! I almost got bear punch right there, man. Oh, I would have bear punched you. <laughs> don't you dare! This is a boom. I will revenge bear punch you back. This is a boom. This is a boom. This is a deep boom. And like, I, I just want to say, I uh, it's very hard for. We've read a lot of comics. I'm mean, like, there's a lot of you that have read way more than we even have. But it's hard for for some of them to make me laugh. It's hard to make a really funny comic book because it's the, like the timing has to be. It's not like you're watching a movie where you know what I mean. The timing is. But what are you laughing at me for? No, I'm not. I'm, I pulled a paddle and like we forgot about how he swims upstream. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna bring that up, but that's 
there is yeah there is one scene and this that just killed me there's a, there's a really intense scene there's a there's a this is this is what i said my favorite part was remember i just pulled it up and i was like and then uh, there's a really there's a really tense scene and he's like he's so caught like, up so him and silver get caught by yeah get caught by a bunch of bears and he breaks and they're struggling this is like one of the serious this is actually one of the most serious parts of the book and he ends up breaking free and he jumps to his tree <laughs> And tell him he's, he's it's so good. He's, they just show one little panel of him swimming upstream like a like a fish, like a salmon. You know what this movie kind of reminds me of? What? It's a little bit maybe to your credit. It's kind of hot hot shots. Yeah, but yes. I was thinking yeah. it's like Kung Pao Enter the Fist. If you've ever seen Kung yeah. Pao, yeah, Enter the Fist. yeah, I have that. The, the you know the, the part where they throws a smoke bomb. I thought I was gonna laugh. <laughs> I thought I'd pee myself laughing at that. I mean, just to, and the smoke goes to his knees. <laughs> <laughs> that part will it's, live it's, in my mind Reverend. again I, th- I think that's maybe the best way to kind of characterize this comic it's such a spoof comic it's, but yes. like it, it, it knows when to take itself seriously to not make itself like scary movie 7 right yes. like it, yeah. it, it kept itself contained in the world to be like no it, there's still an ending like it still needs to make sense like there's still yeah. reasons it's a very it's Kung Pao meets Hot Shots that's with a, with a lot of bear. With a lot of bear. A lot of bear. <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom.